0: Excuse me, could you point me in the direction of Scream City? (coughs) Never mind, I think I found it. Hello, horror freaks. Welcome back. I am your host, Monica. And I'm Jessica. And guys, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is basically our official first episode back. For the new year. For the new year. (laughs) Black Christmas counted, but it also didn't count. It counted, but it didn't count. It counted, but yeah, Yeah. it didn't count. Um, (laughs) But anyway, we're excited to be back. And today we're talking all about none other than the classic... A Nightmare Nightmare on on Elm Elm Street. Street. Yo, that's a
1: movie. That's a movie. A movie's a movie. And that one, that's a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, as always, we are super excited to discuss this. But of course, we have to start with our typical talk of the week. So we're going to go ahead and mention our peak and our pit. Jess, you want to go ahead and start us off? Yeah, it's only been a few days. It's only been a few days, but it's fine. Um, always look at the good in all of your days. One hundred percent, you know. And
0: and just for that, I don't think I'm going to mention a pit because okay. I don't think I have one. Okay. Um, I actually have two peaks. Good. So my first one is that I, uh, I look like Chucky again. She do. Mm-hmm. You literally match my doll. A little uh, Pennywise moment. A little Annabelle moment. A little Wendy's moment. I love. Yeah, so all, I did all
1: iconic, uh, all iconic gems. Honestly, yeah,
0: and uh, I'm gonna be next in
1: line. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's like Chucky, Pennywise,
0: Annabelle, Wendy's, Jessica. Right, <laughs> they're yeah, gonna yeah, add yeah. you to the list. Um, but yeah, I did recently dye my hair, and I feel beautiful. I as feel always. Beautiful. of course. That's the um, point. And then my second one, which I mean. Uh, can kind of be a pit okay is uh i started my second semester at oh, school yeah. mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i'm excited but yeah that's pretty much it what about you monica
1: um it's really only been a few days my pit i think is i can't tell if i'm just being overwhelmed from like busyness and hectic of general life things um so i've been feeling kind of disassociated so that doesn't really feel great but i'm also used to it so mm-hmm. i take that as you will yeah um and then my peak is that we discovered something new in therapy today.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So that's always great. Yeah. But um, all right, but finally getting into this movie, like we mentioned in the last episode, we wanted to start off the new year strong. So what better way than to start it off with Freddie, right? Oh yeah. Now, Freddy. we know this is a classic film and everyone in their mom knows who Freddie is, but for those of you horror newbies who aren't too sure what the plot of a Nightmare on Elm Street is, or if you just need a slight refresher. Basically, Nancy, who is our uh, lead protagonist throughout this entire movie, is a high school student who is targeted alongside her friends and family-ish by an evil entity, if you will, that kills you in your dreams. But the twist is if you die in your sleep, You die in real life. Do you know how terrifying that is? Yeah. Because have you had like realistic
1: dreams where, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, like you can't physically, or I think that that's a thing, right? Like you can't, you can't die in your dreams. Like, because right before you die, you wake up or something like that, right? Someone correct correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that's like a thing.
0: I will say 100, like 100%, I do feel like I've had a dream where I, died of course i don't remember like how oh God, I because i'm right sure hand? i woke up <laughs> I'm sh- i might be dead right I now might dead. i don't know like i obviously woke up from that dream before i could have died but i remember the feeling isn't that weird? you should see my face right now. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't i remember the feeling of like fear of dying in my dream okay y- you know what i mean okay okay But you didn't actually die. Like you died, but like you
1: woke up. Correct. Okay. I think. Well, I think, well, I think that's like the point. Like, I think you go through the entire like feeling like, you know, getting chased or, you know, almost getting stabbed or Mm -hmm. going through like something really traumatic and then boom, right before you die, like you just sort of wake up from it. Right. So that's why I'm like, like, it makes sense. I don't know if maybe that's where they got the concept Mm -hmm. from. It's like, okay, but like, what if you actually died? Right. (laughs) And that means like you died in real life. So I mean don't get me wrong, I think something like Freddy is pretty terrifying to think about. Mm-hmm. Because I already don't sleep. So I Same. don't think I don't think I'd be too much of an easy target. I think he'd be waiting a really long time for me to fall asleep.
0: I, I, I feel like he would have a, a fuel day with me. Because <laughs> I I do have insomnia, but like I'm also on Trazodone.
1: So when you sleep, you sleep. So when
0: I sleep, I sleep. He's but like, when I don't oh, take my trazz my
1: time with this one. When I
0: don't take my traz. I'm like, Awake. up at 3 a.m., yeah. 4
1: a.m. having dance parties. Yeah, shit. Kind of going back. So keeping the description short and simple uh, because it really is, and mm-hmm. I think that's what helps. Um, that's what helps it remain such a staple film because the plot is so simple, and the movie itself is honestly so much fun. There's mm-hmm. a lot of gore. There's it's typical group of teenagers getting yeah. along like and spoiler alert they die. Yeah. <laughs> um and then of course you have your final girl who mm-hmm. literally makes it through like how many films? Like 3, 4. I don't even I don't even know, fake fan. Yeah, fake fan. But now that we have that out of the way, what is your first impression watching the movie and your like favorite kill and scene and all that yeah.
0: stuff? So, my first impression Obviously, like, I went into this movie being like, oh, like, I'm not going to get scared, blah, 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 blah. It's like <laughs> the 80s film, you know. And sure enough, like, you know, I feel like more of the concept is is scary than the actual, like, you like know, scenes Freddy. that we see. Okay. Um, I will say, I actually did jump. <laughs> I actually did There's jump. There's some good jump scares in
1: this. And I think yeah. what... I, uh, again, and this is what I think makes a good jump scare mm-hmm. or, or what makes a jump scare a good jump scare. And I think what Insidious does really well mm-hmm. is the, or a lot, and a lot of movies do them, but um, what 80s, 70s, early 90s movies have mm-hmm. with jump scares is that they they make a sound after, like during the jump yeah. scare, but they make like a high pitch sound. Mm-hmm. So the sound is at times more scarier than the actual like, scene that's going on. Yeah. And that's what Insidious also does really well. Because they do, like, a really high-pitched... But it's... It's And it's scary. terrifying. And I think The Exorcist
0: kind of does the same thing. But... Any yeah. And, um... So that's basically it. And I will say, another first impression that I had was... Why are they always barefoot? <laughs> why are they always what? Barefoot. You know what? Um, I will say. The, for- the first part
1: of my life, I was barefoot a lot of the times. I mean, okay. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this girl was literally, she ran to the precinct
1: from oh, her house.
0: she did, Completely her, barefoot. But, but here's the thing. I was talking to my sister about this the other night when we were watching it. And I was like, why Why are they all barefoot? And then I was like, I, I made a little, and heck, this could even be, like, a known thing. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, But I thought to myself, well, maybe they're all barefoot in their dreams because that's when they're the most vulnerable. Like, or... it has to mean something. You know what I mean? It either means that, or Wes Craven has a foot fetish. <laughs> uh, either one. Yeah. <laughs> either one. There's but, a lot of feet in this. But we didn't see a lot of feet in Scream or Halloween, so... um. Some I movies. mean, not Halloween, but... Yeah.
1: Okay. Well... Well, uh, that that is true. Is it
0: only... Is it when they're barefoot while they're sleeping? Maybe that's it? Maybe, but I do remember Glenn goes to Nancy's house. Like, he sneaks up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know? Mm-hmm. And... He's barefoot. Really? Yeah. Like when he sneaks up to Nancy's room, he's like, um "Can you open the window? Because my foot is getting stuck. I'm. It's not fun being barefoot on, like, sitting on maybe the roof he did, or whatever." I mean, if
1: he's sneaking in, I would assume maybe for like heavy shoes, climbing on yeah. things, like trying to be sneaky, but like barefoot. <laughs> like you would have socks on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay but I, um, I don't think i have really caught that really I guess i'm not i guess i'm not too keen on watching people well, here,
0: well i think I, I i first noticed it because when tina was was first getting attacked when she walked out of the house for the first time mm-hmm. i was like why is this woman walking out of the house barefoot <laughs> and then she runs down the alleyway barefoot I'm um La-yar- and then number one and then number two homegirl Nancy runs from her house to the precinct barefoot, barefoot, and then Glenn goes from his house to Nancy's house barefoot. What the fuck? I'm not even kidding, bro. Maybe anyway. it, I'm
1: going to assume with your first thought that maybe it's a vulnerability thing, yeah, because or I don't know. Are you faster or slower barefoot? I never really. I'm personally slow. Okay, because my <laughs> feet are very sensitive. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like maybe it was an early thing. Yeah. A lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but like I think being barefoot was
0: very like, who cares? Yeah. Like, whatever. And like, who cares? Then but it's like it's fine. I, do, I will, I, but will like admit, every, I will admit something. I did walk the streets of downtown Austin, Texas barefoot. That is disgusting. A few years ago. That is disgusting. And um, maybe <laughs> that's just where definitely my- definitely tra- caught something. <laughs> that's maybe just where my trauma came from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Walking barefoot in yeah. downtown.
0: That's why I'm like, no we don't walk barefoot you know don't walk barefoot anyway there you go um anyway so that was just my first impression getting
1: getting the feet out of the way (laughs) okay your first impression was there's a lot of feet
0: yeah there's a lot of feet my favorite scene y'all i can't even think of a favorite scene like i genuinely really like this movie and and the reason why i can't think of a favorite scene is not because i don't like the movie Mm -hmm. um it's just i feel like there's a lot going on the whole thing basically kind of the whole time. Okay. But you know what? I actually now that I say this, now that I think about it actually, my favorite scene is when Nancy brings him out of his out of her dream. Ooh, yes. For and she like does the whole booby trap thing. Yes. I yeah. actually it's like a home alone yeah. type yeah. shit. <laughs> actually now that I think about it, that's actually my favorite scene because it is a good scene. It's so funny. Mhm. And in general, just Freddy's really funny.
1: You know um, what I, you know what I was kind of thinking? Mm-hmm. I feel like um, Fred, Freddy Krueger and um, Terrifier have mm-hmm. a lot in common with yeah. their characteristics. Yes. Um, I feel like Freddy is what art could be if he could talk. Yeah. Because Freddy is so funny. Mm-hmm. He's really like charismatic. Sassy. with his, And he's so sassy and he's so like...
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's probably going to have to be my favorite scene. Love. That is a um, good scene, though. My favorite kill, I will say, I do think Tina and Glenn's were the most brutal and bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, But I like Tina's the most because we did actually see what happened to Tina. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Like, this girl was flying all over the room. <laughs> she was getting <laughs> waved around. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So... Yeah, and I, I, I really liked that. Um, I like seeing... Like, the end result the of, end. like... I like seeing the process. Okay. Not necessarily the end result. I mean, like I like both. closure thing?
1: Like, oh, man, she died. Or, oh, yeah. oh
0: she lived. Or, like... I, I like both. Like, I like seeing, like oh, is she going to live? Oh, is she going to die? I mean, obviously, and Tina. And then you get, like, a, oh, she died. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, obviously, okay. Tina was a very much obvious, like, oh, she's going to die, you know? Right, right, right. Um, But, yeah, I, again, I would have liked to see how Glenn really died, because I know he gets swallowed by his bed, mm-hmm. and, and there's, like, a gush. I mean, not even a gush. There's, like, pool Literally of, of blood. Um, yeah. You know, but, like, what happened in his bed? Like, did yeah freddie like maybe scratch his, him up. maybe his
1: fingers were at the bottom of the bed and i'm just blending him all yeah like when he goes
0: yeah but yeah that's okay Pretty much well it. I, I can see that what about you
1: um so my first impression as always i don't remember when i first watched this um i do remember it being a long time ago it was maybe one of the movies that my brother-in-law and my sister introduced me to or maybe i just watched it on my own at some point but I do remember being relatively young and being scared. Um, but I do remember like around that time when I watched it for the first time. Um, Freddy versus Jason was coming out. And so I was mm-hmm. like oh like let me let me catch myself up. And so I watched Freddy and then I watched Freddy versus Jason. Um, my favorite scene I have to say. So I've said this in the terrifier episode the first terrifier and then the haunt episode but i really like the opening scenes and horror movies where they show like the killers getting ready mm-hmm. and i think what i like about it is that we get a bit of a sneak peek into who the killer is or like what the killer is about mm-hmm. but we don't actually see them so you just get a glimpse of like this is what they like to do mm-hmm. this is what they like to use to
0: kill this is their hobby this is their hobby their favorite
1: activity But we're not gonna introduce them just yet right um and so i really liked it and It just gives very Y2K like YouTube get ready with me videos Mm -hmm. and and I love it and I like in the beginning scene of this movie where Freddy is making his finger knives so we get to watch him make the most iconic murder weapon Mm -hmm. that everyone knows today. But I also want to be basic and say that I really like the bath scene where Freddy's hand pops up uh, during Nancy's Nancy's bath. bath. Yeah, Yeah I think it's an iconic, like, frame shot. And I actually had that as my screensaver for a good minute. So it's really cool. Um My favorite kill, I'm going to have to say Glenn's. I feel like it's kind of basic, but mm-hmm. I do like it. I like how insane it was. Now, I know Tina's was like, girl, what the fuck? <laughs> but Glenn's was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, an even bigger one. And so, um
0: like, he got swallowed by his entire bed. I will say, I, <clears throat> I, I, I appreciate the fact that we had a middle ground in between both of the most like disturbing kills disturbing kills yeah i think Wes Wes craven was probably like let's give them a little break (laughs) give them something simple let's do do a simple slash just a little simple one like nothing too crazy and then bam glenn yeah you know what i
1: mean and and that's the thing like i feel like i don't know if maybe that's what they had in mind but like Your bed is supposed to be the safe zone for monsters. Yeah. But he got swallowed by his entire bed. Yeah. Like, that doesn't count for Freddy. Freddy's (laughs) like, I'm going to get you where you're at. Yeah. (laughs) No matter where you fall asleep, Mm -hmm. I'm there. Um, You could be in jail. Yeah. yeah. You can be in jail on a hard rock floor. Mm -hmm. I'm going to beat her. Mm -hmm. I'm going to beat her. And so I just thought it was really good. And I think it's a really good scene. R.I.P. Johnny Depp's character. (laughs) Yes. R.I.P. Glenn.
0: Yeah. So getting into the cast a little bit. Yes. um, I I think honestly, at this point, the cast segment of our episode is just one of our favorites because we we love love every single actor and and actress. The
1: people who create these things for us. Yeah.
0: So obviously, um, we have Robert England as Freddie Krueger. Heather Langenkamp as Nancy Thompson. Johnny Depp as Glenn. Amanda Weiss Mm -hmm. as Tina. Of course. Miss. Lynn motherfucking Shay as the teacher, <laughs> y'all. I love this woman. Lynn Hello, Shay. Insidious. Come on out. Love her. And I'm sure like, I know she's on another horror movie. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, just to name a few. Just, um, a couple, just a couple name drops. Just a couple name drops, right? I love that. Um, I will say I did read that Heather Langenkamp beat over, okay, over 200 girls for the role of nancy damn like imagine you're in a room of 200, pe- with 200 people with 199 other people right for oh, example oh yeah for example <laughs> because <laughs> you're like yeah, t- i don't know math <laughs> for 100 for for example right and there's a shit ton of other girls and you're mm. like oh my god like i'm i'm definitely the most inexperienced in this room like i'm, sh- I'm i don't know a little self-conscious <laughs> super self-conscious <laughs> yeah. Concha. right yeah and then you get the part. Like, imagine That's the insane. the confidence. Let let me read off some of the actresses that she, she that she beat. She beat um, Demi Moore, Courtney Cox, Demi Moore, Courtney Cox, Claudia Wells, Damn. Jennifer Grey, Tracy Gold. Like, like they like, all ad- auditioned and then she won the role, yeah, or I mean, like they were considering a, these people and they're like, well, it just says she beat. She beat them. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she beat them. She the beat them up so. in the parking she lot. She beat them physically. She's, That's okay. one way to
1: win. Well, <laughs> I'm the only one you have to look at. <laughs> yeah,
0: and of course, you know, I'm sure all, all the other actresses would have done a phenomenal, phenomenal job, but mm-hmm. she, she really did slay. <laughs> she if <slayed>. I may, <laughs> yeah, she, she slayed. slayed. Um, again, uh, Johnny Depp was was in this movie. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was actually his debut film.
1: Um, I, th- I think so. I think before this, he was in something else, but it wasn't like smaller, as big. So yeah. I think
0: this one is the one that really made him, mm-hmm. like, pop. And um, he he got the role, mm-hmm. and he also beat some pretty big names. Good for him. He beat John Cusack, um, Nicolas Cage, uh, <laughs> Thomas C. Howell. Yeah. And there was one more that I was just naming, but I don't remember. I do think that he he had that... um.
1: Who did you name earlier? Charlie Sheen.
0: Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen,
1: him, um, John Stamos, like Mm -hmm. all of those men that were like giving. Giving face. They were giving face. They were. And good for them. Yeah. Because look where I got them.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Andrew McCarthy. Listen, Andrew McCarthy, to me, he is a heartthrob, and I'm sure he was to a lot of people in the 80s. Yeah. there's something, something about, about an 80s heartthrob that just does it. Yeah. In they 70s
1: too. 70s, 80s, some 90s. Yeah. They don't make them like they used to. They don't. don't.
0: God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Anyhoozle, anyway. Um, yeah. Kind of going back onto the film though. Like, so we were supposed to have a different ending. So our ending to this movie was supposed to be like a happy ending. So where they actually defeated Freddie. And then how they were supposed to be all living their lives nice and happy. But um the producer robert shay was like no 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 we we gotta leave some space for a sequel so then um he did the, pl- the whole plot twist plot twist to where um the happy ending is actually a dream so then you still have space to uh, speculate that he's like not been defeated mm-hmm. um hence why we have so many other movies afterwards so i don't know i don't know if like how are you gonna create such an iconic franchise. If you were to just give it a happy ending. Right. You know. Um, Because I mean it's the same for like Scream.
0: Well Scream supposedly the killers were defeated. But that continued. It sure did. But I feel like in this. Well in Scream they're human. That's true. And in this one he's an entity of some sort. Well for Chucky too.
1: Chucky is. He dies in the first one. Like they shoot that boy in the heart. Like he's supposed to be dead dead. But then his soul ends up in another doll. And then it continues, and he that boy just keeps jumping from doll to doll. <laughs> so I guess. Like, because he can't jump into a different human. So, right. like, his soul just kind of keeps popping up in different dolls. And then eventually he gets sewn back together as the same doll, and then that's how we get Bride of Chucky. So, like, I guess, I guess they could have made it work, even maybe if he died, they mm-hmm. would have found a way to bring him back, I think. Right? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. I don't <laughs> know.
0: But yeah, we we're supposed to get a different ending. Yeah. So. We mentioned this in our last episode, but we did have the opportunity to be in the presence of Mr. Robert England and Mrs. Heather Langenkamp. Um, yep. And we didn't meet them, unfortunately. Mm-mm. But my sister took a picture with Robert England. Mm-hmm. It so she met him it does slay because he like wrapped her around and like put his gloves over her Mm -hmm. and i was like god i wish that were me he obviously didn't dress up
1: as freddie but he took the glove
0: (laughs) just and the glove glove. is fine but i was gonna say but honestly that's i I would be totally happy with just the glove um no that picture slays if she gives me permission i might post it It um i will say we were really close to meeting heather um, my sister really wanted a photo but when we got in line at the time she was only doing autographs mm-hmm. um, so unfortunately you know we ended up just leaving yeah because my sister really wanted the photo she so, she
1: seems really sweet yeah um, they did like a whole not a whole reunion but they did like photo ops with both of them yeah like and a panel I think, too i think yeah and a panel and i think a couple of other them too um robert england was the first man to go when it came to like photo ops like his shit sold out so quickly mm-hmm. and his lines were so immensely long because he was only doing photo ops and autographs so mm-hmm. he wasn't doing like Selfie. where you can go up to the table and yeah. take a picture with him and from what we heard from all of the staff is that he's a really good guy and he likes to take his time with his fans mm-hmm. and so he really he and, talks a lot yeah <laughs> like i so heard weird. that he talked a lot that at some point they'd have to tell him like hey man yeah. There's other people that yeah. you gotta get through, like keep it going. Um, that wouldn't be me so, though. It's well, like Honestly, I don't yeah. Wanna, like what do you mean?
0: Like keep it going. I just made a bestie. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> like this is now my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's I think it's kinda cool to see the really sweet side of people who play such monsters. Yeah. Because um, I think it just really makes you appreciate like their work overall and mm-hmm. like, you know, how much effort they put into these things that they create for us, um, freaks.
0: Mm-hmm. I will say I had an experience with Robert England. I mean obviously he anyway, after I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday at the convention we went down the stairs, right? We were like already in our PJs and I'm in my my Bucky's t-shirt with <laughs> holes in it because my cat. Uh-huh. And my I love New York bright pink um PJ pants, okay? Love. What a Texan outfit, honestly. The elevator opens, right? <laughs> and who is right outside of that Elevator. Who is right outside of the elevator? Righty himself. Robert England himself. <laughs> Robert England himself. And I was like, no way. Obviously, he does not remember. He did not care. But I care. Yeah. And I remember. How dare you run and into someone like,
1: in normal people clothing. Yeah.
0: Overall, very sweet guy. And, and I also heard, I don't know where I heard this, that night. The reason why he was getting on the elevator is because he was hanging out at the bar. He was chatting with people and people were buying him drinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would get Robert in I would, get, I would get him a drink. Like, what do you want, sir? Oh, I love you that. You want 50? Oh, okay, I'll get you 50 immediately. What kind of shot you want? Even though he's the one who has the money, but <laughs> right, right, I don't right, care. Right. <laughs> Anything exactly. for him, right? So now that we kind
1: of talked about some of that experience, um I think now is a good time to do a little would you rather yeah so for this movie would you rather have freddie haunt your dreams but no one believes you or have him haunt your loved one's dreams and witness him torturing them one by one immediately then <laughs> <laughs> i refuse to be the victim <laughs> I will help you That's all true. I can. That's true. <laughs> That is so selfish. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, I mean, hey, someone's got to, someone's got to, you know, answer so, that someone one. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to pick
1: that answer. Because it's like, I only have a total of like four friends.
0: Okay. So it's not going to be that many people that I fight for. Right. You know how I say in every episode, I'm like, God complex, God complex. Well, not in this one. Not in this one? Not in this one. You don't think you could fight off Freddie? I. You don't have any Nancy I in you? Don't, I like to think that I do, mm-hmm. but you know what's really interesting about dreams, especially my dream, or well, whatever, but in my dreams, I am not the one in control. No. In, in a lot of dreams, or a lot of people, somehow, they're able to control their dreams. Must be nice. I yeah. want to learn how to do that. A lot of people lucid dream. Yeah, and I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, because and then you end up like insidious. Yeah, you go into the further. F4D. Anyway, I really do wish that I could control my dreams, and I probably am going to try to work on that. I don't know how, but I will try. Twenty twenty three resolution. Twenty twenty three. Learn to lucid dream. Yeah. But overall, I guess.
1: God, I don't know. I don't know. I go back and forth because like the God conflicts in me is like, I can fight him off. I'll be all right. right. And then if I need help, but no one believes me. Yeah. So I'm like fighting off people trying to put me in a psychiatric ward. And then I me literally trying to fight an actual demon in my sleep.
0: Basically, my my <laughs> answer is, is and I love you guys. I love my friends. I love my family. But I, I, refuse, to I re- the, refuse to be the victim. number one, to be the victim. Number two, to not be in control my, in my dream right mm-hmm. and number three y- you know he's gonna have to hunt y'all yes y'all are gonna have to fight for y'all selves because well, yeah okay
1: so here's the thing though like if it's if it's just me like if it's just happening to me and no one believes me then i'm on my own but if it's happening to other people do i believe them but if it's happening to multiple you can believe them but i can't do anything about it you can't
0: do anything okay
1: about then th- i was gonna say well that's different i would rather like all of us get together and then fight him but well, you know, too but bad. I can't if I can't do anything. Too bad, yeah. <laughs> T- too bad. Too bad. <laughs> that's fine. I can endure some more trauma. I think I have more space. Yeah, that's all right. We'll be fine. Wait, did you answer? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing the. I refuse to be a victim.
0: I'm a limb. I'm You gonna let, you, him, you get, gonna let him? I'm letting him your, get the love him. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 Um. All right. Well, now that we have that, would you rather out of the way? I think now is an appropriate time to rate the movie. Um, We will again be using our satisfactory and scary scale. Scale we um, scale. Scale we scale. Because just because a movie is scary doesn't mean it's good, and vice versa. Vice versa. So, Monica, what would you rate this movie? Thank you so much for asking. Um, I,
1: (laughs) I satisfactory scale. This is a good. This is a good 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good 8, 9 out of 10. Because mm-hmm. it's a good slasher. Kind of like how we mentioned in the beginning. The plot's not really that thick to pick up on. It's not too... Very it's simple, straight to the point. He kills you in your dreams. Mm-hmm. Don't let him get you.
0: And and I, I appreciate the fact that we have a backstory to him. We which do. Which is that he was a child killer. Mm-hmm. And then the family the, the parents of the neighborhood... Yeah, like they all got together and were like, together and was like,
1: see you in hell. Yep. So, and he's like, hell is all of y'all's dreams. Yeah. 100%. Oh, shit. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. He's like, you
0: will be seeing me. You will be seeing me. And then he goes, yeah, 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 Yeah. 100%. I, um, call me a fake fan. I haven't really watched the other ones, but I guess the only question I'm sort of left with, and I'm sure there's a few more I just can't think of, but did his spirit how like how is he haunting how is he haunt number one how is he haunting the dreams right but second of all how is he able to come out of their dreams oh
1: like how is he able to break the fourth wall yeah which Um, i'm gonna get a little bit into that i feel like they mm, i feel like they try to mention it in some of the other films like Mm -hmm. part two and part three but i think it's still very like I don't mm-hmm. try to pull him out if you can that yeah. way you can beat his ass yeah because obviously like I f- but I, I do think that he's more vulnerable in like real world versus obviously dream world yeah
0: and I guess I, that's like the main thing but, but actually before we continue I will like to say <laughs> that in anyway. my in my literature of fantasy class okay. yesterday okay y'all talked about Freddie. we well I brought it up. Okay. okay I brought him up obviously obviously but we were talking about you know the difference between fantasy and sci-fi and realism right mm. and between fantasy and sci-fi there's this kind of i guess the term time travel and portal can be kind of thrown into both of them right okay more into sci-fi cuz it is a little bit more scientific mm-hmm. um but something that My professor mentioned that I really enjoyed the discussion was portals. Yeah, right. And he was like, "Okay, guys, you know, throw out some names of films or any sort of media that involve portals." And obviously, people were like, "Matrix, Jumanji, Coraline, Mm, mm, mm -hmm. um, Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Wizard of Oz." Yeah. Oh, yeah and there was one, one more very very oh narnia narnia. <laughs> narnia yes and listen i being me was trying so hard to think of a horror movie yeah. right that involves portals and for some reason the only one that really came to mind and i'm so mad that i didn't say it was insidious mm. okay because personally to me in a way the further is sort of a or i would say so I, like I, I
1: would say so and what, what the thing is that like uh, it just really depends on who you ask because yeah. the further actually exists mm-hmm. to a lot of people mm-hmm. like it's actually something that happens like you know the uh, it's believed that you know your soul basically leaves your body while you're sleeping mm-hmm. which is why you dream and then when you lucid when you lucid dream you're basically able to control those dreams but that's you kind of going with your soul right and then you're like kind of doing things and and whatever and so if you don't do it correctly then you can accidentally go into what you mm-hmm. would consider a portal or a, uh, the further mm-hmm. and then you end up in something that you can't control anymore and then it's like ah! mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if i would compare the further with like Freddie's version mm-hmm. of like dreaming because like
0: in on. order to get to the further you have to sleep yeah or get hypnotized um but I just did not want to say insidious and then I was like oh my god a nightmare on Elm Street I right mean, yeah though yeah and so I raised my hand of course like the very smart student that I am <laughs> and he was like yeah and I was like okay and I, I asked I was like how would a nightmare on Elm Street Where would A Nightmare on Elm Street fall when it comes to portals? And he was like, I think he said, like, personally, I I do agree that A Nightmare on Elm Street does have a portal. Well, because I I mentioned, I was like, Nancy literally grabbed his hat and eventually him out of her dream. Mm -hmm. So, you know, does that make it a portal? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yes, but, and then I don't remember, it kind of blinked out, but... Basically, for example, like the people who made up the rules of portals, don't believe that they can coincide, like mm-hmm. two different worlds mm-hmm. from the portal or whatever can coincide. Yeah. Basically, Freddie can't live, and true, like I agree, Freddie can't live in the in real world. The real world. Oh my and gosh! Nancy, there's portal borders. Yeah, they're take them down. And Nancy can't live in the dream world. The dream world. They're a dream Oh my god they're dreamists and they're, realist. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: realists. <laughs> There's borders even in dream world. That's yeah. unfortunate. No, oh okay. I can yeah. I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Then Then maybe we can, uh, which we will, uh, we'll definitely cover like part two and part three, maybe kind of get a deeper understanding. Mm -hmm. I think this concludes our Nightmare on Elm Street episode. It looks like we are nearing the end. But as always, this was a blast to record because Nightmare on Elm Street is always going to be around and it will forever remain a superior film. It's a really good one. I love it. Yeah. Um, And thanks again, of course, to everyone tuning in and listening. We truly appreciate you all. And if you have um, and if you want to keep up with
0: us, we have all of our social medias linked in the summary in the description. And I know we always say this, but we sincerely do appreciate all of you all for listening and for supporting us. And like I mentioned in the previous episode, we have received a lot of, you know, attraction on TikTok. So make sure to follow us on there to keep up with us and our silly, goofy TikToks. And if you came from TikTok, hello. And thank you. For giving us a chance. Thank you for giving us a chance. Thank you for letting us. I promise we're we're just as funny in, you know, recording as we are in our videos. In our videos. I
1: don't know if we're not too funny in our videos, though.
0: We'll get there. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> we'll we'll show our humor. We're
0: we're entertaining. We're entertaining. Entertaining. That's a better word. Entertaining. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah. And with that
1: being said, um, if you like today's episode, please tune in into next week's episode where we will talk about Friday the Thirteenth, nineteen eighties, the very first film. Yeah. You know what? We're not going to mention too much about this one. We're going to reserve a lot of our thoughts for the next for the okay. episode. Yeah. Because. Uh, just because <laughs> just because i feel like sometimes we go on a
0: rant uh towards the end of the and episode then we, can't we get excited we don't know how to hit the brakes <laughs> yeah
1: so we're just gonna leave it but just know that the next one coming to town is jason yes um uh, but yeah we just want to thank you guys again and we'll talk to you very very soon and as always we have been your hosts monica and jessica stay, stay safe, safe and, and stay spooky,
0: spooky. Oof, that was scary. I can't wait to come back next week.